Hey guys, it's Steph. I just wanted to jump in here quickly before the podcast gets started, just to let you know that we had a few technical difficulties. So due to Melbourne's lockdown, Laws and I jumped back on Zoom for this podcast recording uh, and it had been a while since we had done it. So unfortunately, the audio isn't as clear as it usually would be, but we hope you still enjoy this podcast. Welcome to the Kickpod, your weekly DNM on the stuff that matters. Hello, my Zoom friend. I know, back to Zoom podcasts. How are you going over there? You know what? I I forgot what this was like and I think I took for granted that for quite a while we haven't had to do this. Really only for two episodes, but I just feel like it's been so much nicer doing yeah. it in person. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So uh, if you're not from Melbourne, you might not be aware, but we are back into lockdown. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, as it's supposed to be a five-day lockdown, that is the end of this lockdown, but... You never know. So we are currently recording in lockdown, which means we're, yeah, back to virtual Zoom podcasts. But at least, I mean, at least grateful for actually being able to record the podcast. Lucky we have the internet, the computers, all the things. Also, (laughs) I have to start laughing. It's the only thing to do at Mm. this time because so many people have messaged me and said, oh, first of all, to give you a bit of context, if you're a new listener, we cancelled our wedding. Mm. and just a few days ago and well postponed not cancelled not forever just cancelled the date moved it to another date we're on to number four so it's becoming Mm. a bit of a joke but that's okay as well Mm. um but some people messaged me and I laughed they said you jinx yourself on the podcast because I've come on here and said you know I'm saying this now but like I bet it's gonna be locked down all those things they said it in a lovely way the messages were lovely and I did I did maybe it was because of me I I sent the vibes out and okay the holiday when I said yes you did I I meant yes you did mention it quite a few times Mm. but I, I really don't think that it is because of you that we are in lockdown again. Mm. I sent vibes to the Holiday Inn. The Holiday Inn sent vibes back. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so, yes, but I have to say we're, um, we are very lucky because our wedding was actually or is meant to be the Saturday. So today, obviously, is Wednesday in four days, mm. the Saturday um, that's about to pass. So we made the call to cancel it because we were just really worried that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen on it Thursday. It was an individual call, though. I think if it was just up to you guys, you would have been like, you know what, let's hold off. But there's so many different people involved. Exactly, in like- exactly right. And that's why I just feel, I feel for everyone because it, yeah, if we had have waited until Thursday to, to make the decision, it would have affected everyone so much more. And we're so, I just, I feel so horrible for everyone whose wedding was this weekend and, yeah. you know, either had good – all the people that that put the wedding on the Friday when it was meant to be on the Saturday, that's amazing. <laughs> Seriously, mm. so good. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, all the people that, that had it, you know, this Saturday and, and couldn't change things around, I am so sorry to mm. you. Um, but, yeah, so – and I'm so sorry to all the businesses as well. I just feel like it's a really hard, really hard few days. And I, it's so funny as well, this weekend – we obviously were meant... Oh, I think I obviously would feel a bit sad because the wedding was cancelled. 
Uh, so that uh, probably doesn't so. help. Um, but also, we we were, we didn't have many plans this weekend. This weekend was just about staying home, getting organised for next weekend. But so lockdown, te- well, it has affected us because we don't have to plan anything anymore for quite a long time. <laughs> but I feel like there's just this feeling in Melbourne now that everyone has mm-hmm. like, even though if you didn't have any plans to go out, you still mm-hmm. feel sad. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's just like back to ghost town. Like yeah. if you get on the road to go to the supermarket or to, to you know, to do your one trip out of the house, um, it's so quiet everywhere. And it just, it just, yeah, it's taking me back to lockdown last year. It's eerie. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And also, thank you so much to everyone who's joined us for our live kick gym sessions. Mm, yeah. They literally get me through yeah. <laughs> lockdown. So thank you. And also another positive from lockdown mm. is when you go running outside, you don't need to wear a mask. So <laughs> if you want to exercise outside and you don't want to wear a mask, go for a run. <laughs> Just an idea. <laughs> Oh, that just reminds me of that time that you were like, um, you 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 started to feel like you were going to get an injury, and you were like, I had to like slow jog home because I didn't have a mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, the things we have to do. Anyway, we're anyway. back. We're back. All of my masks went back in the the washing machine because some of them okay. hadn't been washed for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't really had to use them for. I mean, in other the, than supermarket. the supermarket shopping. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, all right, all right. Get the topic of COVID? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Goodbye, everyone's like we've had enough of this. Okay, let's let's go to our special share because I have a feeling we have got the same special share. You go first, then. Okay, I reckon we've got the same two special shares, and whatever I say, you'll say the other one. Am I right? <laughs> probably, probably. Okay, so yeah. I'm just gonna go into the future, and these are gonna be the two things in your mind: Penguin Blue <laughs> and Firefly Lane. Absolutely. Yeah. Whichever one you weren't going okay. to say, I, I was going to say the other one. <laughs> well, obviously they're good guys because we both agree here. So I, oh, what am I going to go with? Okay, I'm going to go with Penguin yeah, Bloom. <laughs> so Steph and I saw Penguin Bloom last weekend when you're still able to go to the cinemas. And it was just, <laughs> I think also I would highly recommend if you are able to, and you know, who knows what will happen in Melbourne, but if you can go to the cinemas, it was so nice. We had popcorn and <laughs> It was just the vibe of the... Oh, I've missed the movies. Anyway, yeah. so we, we saw it at the movies and it is just a beautiful movie with the most gorgeous storyline with so many empowering and, and special messages in there. There was lots of tears. Mm. Um, but it is also an Australian movie. Mm. The husband mm. is actually from Love Actually, which we didn't yes. realise until, until afterwards because we were Googling, like, who is this actor... Um, but yes, I highly, highly, highly. It's in. It's filmed in Australia. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was um, in Sydney. Uh, where was the beach that it said it was? I can't remember. But it was a really beautiful movie and um, a really good group of actors all mm. together as well. And Naomi um, Watts is in it. She's awesome. So she's incredible. Highly, highly, highly recommend that movie. What is your recommendation, well, <laughs> my friend? <laughs> my, yeah, okay. So you went for Penguin Bloom. Um, Firefly Lane, for sure. So Who told you about you. it? <laughs> what? Who told you about Firefly Lane? You and my mum. <laughs> so the funny thing about that is my mum told me about it, but I mustn't have been listening to her. <laughs> well, I, I, don't know, I think I vaguely remember her telling me about it, but 
I don't because then you recommended it to me and I was like, okay. And then it popped up on my Instagram. I mean, not my Instagram, on my Netflix. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I love that you, again, don't trust me or your mum no, with your I do, recommendations. I do, I do. It had to pop up on Netflix. But do you agree the reason that I think maybe when your mum told you, you didn't, and anyone listening as well to remember this, the name is a bit, not weird, but it's like it doesn't, it doesn't suit it. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not the vibe. No. So if anyone hasn't seen the show, basically it follows these two women throughout their life. They met when they were young teenagers and it kind of keeps flashing back to, you know, them in their teens, them in their 20s and um, now they're in their late 30s, I think, or even early 40s. And, yeah, it flashes between their lives and um, a lot of ups and downs they've had. And basically it's the story of friendship and it's really beautiful. But it's called Firefly Lane because that's where they met. They were neighbours on a street called Firefly Lane. So that's why it's called that. But you're right. When someone says that to you, you don't think like, oh, this is going to be a beautiful story of friendship. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I started watching it and I loved it. I'm, Catherine Heigl's in it and she was amazing. It took me so long to get used to seeing her with brunette hair. I don't know about you. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love her too. I really, really like her as an actress. And the other actress, I feel terrible. I don't know her name, but she's actually one of my favourite characters from Scrubs. And so when I saw her in this movie, I was like, Oh my! Oh, not movie show. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, she's she's great, and she was um, she played such a beautiful character. But anyway, it's a really beautiful story of friendship. Highly recommend it. Um, they are longish episodes, like forty five to fifty minutes. It's kind of like watching a mini movie each night, but mm. it's um, it's really beautiful. But what I don't like is the way it ended. I mean, I I like it because obviously they're really pushing for a second season. <laughs> I think there will be a second season. There has to be. Yeah. The way that ended, it was like um. <laughs> What happened? The actress, I think, I'm just confirming her name. It's Sarah Chalk. Chalk? Yes. C-H-A-L-K-E. Yeah, it's not like she's not a super recognisable, um, I think, name, but if you saw her face, you'd definitely recognise her from a number of shows. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I loved it. So good. Mm. I'm actually, I've actually got one episode to go. I'm saving it for tonight. Oh, okay, yeah, good. I'm very excited. Uh, well, thank you for your shares. Uh, <laughs> now for the kick... D&M. I feel like we need to get a song to segment into D&M land. If you're feeling funky and you want some advice, D&M, the kick pod. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's absolutely definitely all we're going to go with. That's what I had in my mind. Oh, you know what? I've just remembered that last week we said that there'd be no more singing on the kick pod. Who? I said that. Oh, I, said, I didn't. I promise next week. Yeah, okay, well, you we just ruined it. That's why you never say things like that. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, D&M. So <laughs> I have got it here. Would you mm-hmm. like me to read it or would you like to read it? You read. I read last week. You read. Oh, we're going to take turns with the reading. Okay. Yeah, Fantastic. It's like when I remember in school when the teacher would ask who wants to read out, you know, a page in the book and just no one would put their hands up. It's kind of like this, except we're both like me. Okay. Anyway, so let's let's get into this week's DNM. If you do have a question you would like us to answer, we can answer it. If you email podcast at keepitcleaner.com.au, we have got a lot of questions in there and we really, really appreciate it. So we'll try and get through as many as we can. So the question, you're looking at me like, yep. Okay. You're going to read it? You're going to read it? Yeah, I'm going to read it. Okay. I would love some advice on relationships. So I am 23 years old and have been with my high school sweetheart since we were 16. 
We live, we still live at home with our parents as we are looking to buy our first home together. We wanted to save up for a house deposit rather than renting. I currently feel like I'm a bit lost in our relationship. I desperately want us to make the next step and live together. Can you guys relate to feeling a bit stuck in your relationship or have any tips on how to overcome issues within your relationship and focus more on the present opposed to the future? Beautiful reading there. Um, thank you. <laughs> and, and beautiful DM. No, thank you for sending in your um, your query, I suppose. First of all, six years, um, that's really sweet, particularly at that age. I feel like it's really rare you hear of a high school romance that's like still going into the 20s and I find it really sweet. Um, I think that's so awesome and I think it's not surprising that you might feel a little bit stuck in your relationship. I think, I mean, for me personally, early twenties, I had like so much growth, but you know, me at 17 versus me at 25, very different people. Mm. Um, so I feel like, you know, two people growing together, it can be, it can be difficult at times or it can feel a little bit repetitive almost if the rest of your life is changing so much, but there's something really, really nice and settling about that as well. Um, so Josh and I, we got together when I was 18 and I do remember we went through a period where I felt like, it was when I went overseas, so I was about 20, it was two years into our relationship, I went overseas and I was really trying to focus on myself and my career at that point and it was really hard because at the same point I was doing distance with Josh and I was really missing him but I found that almost not distracting. This sounds so bad, me saying it, but it kind of was at the time. I, I didn't want to constantly miss him. I didn't want to miss him every single day. And I really wanted to focus on myself. And I was really worried because I felt like we were at that point in our relationship where I was like, oh, you know, I felt kind of stuck in the way of like, do I focus on me or do I, you know, go back home or like, what do we do here? And, um, even when we got home after that year of doing distance and we were back living together. So oh, not living together, but spending a lot of time at home together. That was yeah, three and a half years into our relationship. And it was that point where it's like, it's getting serious. Mm. <laughs> you know, we're either going to stay together and like grow old together or which absolutely you don't have to do that. But, um, <laughs> or like, you know, we are really got to focus on ourselves at this point. And I was, I was very similar. I got home from living overseas and I was like, okay, we need to, do something, let's move out, let's make that next step in our relationship. And um, we we decided actually, I was very similar to you um, in that I wanted to save up and, and buy a house with Josh, but we decided to rent first because we were kind of at that point in our relationship where we hadn't lived together <laughs> and we decided it was probably a good idea to figure out if we could live together mm. um, first. So that was kind of our way of spicing it up at that time. And you learn a lot about the other person when you live with them versus, you know, seeing them four or five times a week. So I really see, I can totally relate to you in that feeling of like, you know, maybe that'll not spice things up, but change things up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like my biggest thing for, for this message is just like, try not to put too much pressure on your relationship. You know, I think when I read a bit stuck in your relationship or, you know, it kind of sounds like maybe you've just hit that point where you might not necessarily feel that like spark every single day anymore. You know, you might not feel that like butterfly in your stomach when you see him every day anymore and all that sort of stuff. And I think because we see other relationships online or in movies or even other friendships that we have around us that 
seem to have this like really electronic relationship that's like I don't know they just seem so happy all the time and so in love and no matter how long they've been together you know that's not always like realistic I'm sure that those people still have their arguments and those Mm. quiet days and all that sort of stuff it's just not what you see um so I feel like any time that I've felt that way in my relationship it's because I've been comparing myself and my relationship to other relationships um I see online Uh, yeah so I don't know I I feel like maybe take the pressure off it a little bit yeah I don't know what do you think Laws? it's kind of hard one I think that's very good advice. Yeah, it is really hard, obviously. I feel like I've got friends that have married their high school sweethearts uh, that got together at 14. <laughs> I've got two, actually, two couples that have, have married. And then I've also got friends who, you know, and a lot of them who kind of were together with their partner until about 20 and then they um, oh kind of grew apart. So obviously it just depends on where you're at with your relationship and and in your lives. But if you're still on the same path, that's awesome. I think one quote that I think of when you were speaking, Steffi, just made me think of it, is the grass is greener where you water it. So kind of what you were saying before, Steph, about how it's so easy to look online and look at what other couples are doing. And obviously no one posts when they fight. So never compare your relationship to anyone else's. But if you invest time into it and, you know, go on, obviously living at home can be harder. It's harder to have your own space, but, you know, go on a picnic together and just make sure Mm -hmm. you're putting in that effort to actually spend time together and and have fun. Because obviously when you're with someone for a very long time, as you said, Steph, like you, that initial spark, like that doesn't last for a hundred years. It just doesn't, you know? And, um, and then when you live together, I just don't, don't think too much that I feel like sometimes we live in this world where I'll be happy when, so yeah. don't let your whole relationship, th- like, put all this pressure on, I'll be happy when we move out, just, you know, into a house. Because then when, when you move out together, I think one thing that is hard is, like, there's more financial pressure and you just, you mm-hmm. have to organise things. Like, someone has to take the bins out and it's all these things that you you wouldn't really think of um, that aren't, I suppose, as glamorous as it seems moving mm-hmm. out of home with a partner. So I think... Yeah, just try and focus on the present. And I know that was a part of your question, which is awesome that you're really trying to do that um, mm-hmm. and, and do that by just yeah being grateful for each other and trying to set aside time. If you have like a date night every week where you go out and do something, that's nice too. But yeah, that quote for me, the grass is greener where you water it, is something that I always think back to. To celebrate Random Acts of Kindness Day, we thought we would talk about kindness because it is a huge well it is one of our core values that keep it cleaner and it is such an important part or for me to feel happy and feel yeah. like feel like me so to start with stephanie i've just mm-hmm. got hiccups not as bad as i did on friday night <laughs> I was say, they're like the other day they'll be lasting for like 20 minutes what does kindness mean to you kindness to me um, well, the funny thing is, is when I think kindness, your face pops into my mind. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> and I don't mean to be corny, but honestly, I just, I think, um, I think of people who, who are kind. <laughs> the thing. And, and I think the reason why that's kind of the first thing I think of is because I find kindness so infectious. So mm. when I'm around those kind of people, I just feel kinder. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm around people who, uh, the opposite mm. and you know quite even bitchy or mm. mean or rude or selfish um it's not that I become those things but 
it's it's just not a motivating space mm. I feel and mm-hmm. I think when I thought of um, this podcast earlier it kind of made me think of high school and I think there used to be this misconception that like the mean girls or like you know the group the popular group they were always kind of kind of rude to be mm. honest and selfish and that was almost something you strive for in high school I mean when we were in high school it, it was kind of like the mean girls were the cool girls mm. um and I think that's so sad. Mm. <laughs> um, but I do remember myself included, like I, I fell into that trap thinking that that was like the cooler way to be, but really like it's totally cool to be kind. And I think the older you get, the more you appreciate kindness. You know, it's it's not just the kind people in your life, but it's the kind gestures that strangers give you and everything. It can really make your day. And um, I think because I've learned, you know, by surrounding myself with other kind people, I feel, I feel better in myself and and I feel like I want to be that way too, that it, it's made me a kinder person as well. And um, I think it's just about being aware of others around you and putting, um, not others first, because it's definitely important to be kind to yourself, but just, to, you know, appreciative of those around you, encouraging um, and I suppose to have empathy and, I don't know, try and make people's day in the sl- smallest ways, I think. I'm trying to throw in as many words here as for the description of kindness. I love it. No, they're all all such good words. I think when when I thought of it, I thought of gratitude as something Mm. that's really important. Um, Self-love, kindness to yourself, obviously kindness to others, compassion, Mm. being considerate kind of as you said, and also happiness. I think kindness is, and I, I I was reading about it before online, Oh, and community. Community is such a big important part of yeah. of kindness and so I was reading online and I found a Harvard study where they observed how people felt after performing certain acts of kindness every day mm-hmm. and they observed it over about seven days it's on the Harvard website blog and the researchers found that being kind to ourselves or anyone else even a stranger boosted our happiness levels which obviously is not surprising mm. I feel like everyone knows if you if you smile mm-hmm. at a stranger or you know if you do something for yourself you get so much happiness and especially I know when especially when I'm running I always people must think I'm so weird like I literally smile at everyone but sometimes they don't smile back they're like oh what's this person doing but when they do that actually brings me so much kindness and it makes me feel so mm. good because I've you know hopefully made them smile and yeah, so I, I thought it was nice to read that it is a thing. <laughs> it is there's scientific evidence that kindness leads to happiness, and yeah, that's what what kindness means to me. And it makes sense when you think about it because if it was, I mean, the opposite would be the same as well. You know, like rudeness or um, you know someone being mean to you or whatever. Mm. That's not going to really make you feel happy. And I know even when I'm in a space of you know being grumpy or maybe being a bit agitated or anything like that, I'm not going to make those around me feel very happy if I if I kind of project that onto them. So it, it totally makes sense that kindness brings happiness to both. Yeah, 100%. And speaking of community and kindness, mm-hmm. you guys, we are so grateful for you. You sent in some voice notes, which mm-hmm. we absolutely loved. It made Stefan's eye smile so much. And also, so I'm, we're recording in the afternoon and I just feel like, I mean, last week we did that too, but I feel like today my mind is not operating okay. at normal capacity. Got a lot on. <laughs> anyway, so we got you guys to send in some voice notes of what kindness means to you and we have got some beautiful ones. So we are going to segment this episode with a few of them. 
So this first voice note is from Jemima. I show kindness to myself by exercising and eating healthy foods most of the time and that makes me feel amazing and I also show kindness to myself by showing love and not hate so just telling myself that I'm beautiful that I'm strong and worthy okay so what I loved about this voice message is how important it is to be kind to yourself I think I mean, it's something that we speak about all the time at Kick You and something also if you want to be well, being kind to others can give us so much energy. I think it does start with being kind to yourself because if you it's kind of like pouring from an empty cup. If you aren't kind to yourself first, it's very hard for you to then be able to be kind to others because you yeah, you don't practice it internally. 100%. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it just reminds me of what I was saying earlier about when I'm feeling particularly agitated or in one of my moods, I suppose, until I go and do something for myself, whether it's a bath, whether it's reading, drawing, watch a Disney movie, you know, meditate or exercise, like anything that I know that makes me feel happier doing a kind gesture to myself, I'm then ready to, you know, be able to project that onto others. I'm definitely one of those people that kind of struggles when I'm feeling a certain way to completely act the opposite towards Mm. others, you know, I I kind of show my emotions and show my feelings. Um, And so for me, self-love and and, and finding those things that do fill my cup, as you said, um, really helps me with then making sure that I'm, I'm staying kind to others. Yeah, I love that. And I I think as well that the fact that it's up to us, like we have to show ourselves love and not hate. And we all have those voices in our head. We've all got, you know, two, maybe three, you know, whatever you want to do. But there's always like a voice that we naturally put ourselves down. And then we've got a voice that naturally brings ourselves up. And so it's really, really important to make sure you're focusing on the more positive voice. And speaking of the more positive voice, we have got a beautiful voice message from Tati which we absolutely love. Hey guys, okay, so this was kind of inspired by Chessie King. Basically, I saw a post that she made one day that was talking about the parts of herself that need a bit more love and that may jiggle more or whatever. Anyways, that she would say, I love my wobbly bits. And it was on a day when I was pretty self-conscious about myself and just a little bit more um, focused on my body image. And... I really, really latched onto it and it resonated a lot and I was like, oh, I love my wobbly bits. And I went up to my partner and I was like, you know what? I need to say this to myself way more often. I love my wobbly bits. And he basically caught on to it. And now when there's days when I'm feeling a little bit more self-conscious and he notices, he'll come up to me and he'll be like, repeat after me. I love my wobbly bits. And I'll say it again and we'll kind of go in a bit of a circle but it never fails to bring a smile to my face or to kind of jog jot me back into okay like I love my wobbly bits all of us have wobbly bits and it's a moment of kindness that kind of is for my body but it's also being given to me by someone who really cares about me and reminding me that it's just negativity in my mind that isn't actually there yeah So 
So another big part of being kind to ourselves is speaking to ourselves nicely about our body. I think when we, we spoke before about, you know, being positive and then having that positive and negative voice, we so easily put ourselves down. And I absolutely loved, I love what Taddy was saying about and what Chessie King, we love Chessie King so much. We've actually had her on yeah. the podcast. So if you do want to hear more from her, we'll put her episode in the show notes because she's just so mm. fantastic. But I absolutely love that. I love my wobbly bits and that what Taddy has done and, and what Chessie has done what that I love is that you've turned something that I suppose society kind of makes us believe that we shouldn't love and we should change and you've flipped mm. it and it is a part of you and you've said that you love it and you're changing the narrative in your head instead of putting yourself down you celebrate your body you know you celebrate your body the way the way that it is and I think it's important to remember and something that's helped me a lot is we don't have to love every part of no. our body we, yeah. we don't need to, but you just need to find ways to, I suppose, accept your body. And, you know, you might, for example, not like your stomach because you might see someone else that has got an eight pack and that's all you want, but you don't have that. But it's important to think of things like, wow, my body is so awesome. Like in my stomach is my, like it protects my organs. Like how cool is that? And my stomach, if you, if you are a female, you can grow a baby. And that's, you know, that's the most amazing thing in the world. And so appreciating my body a lot more for what it can do rather than what it looks like has really helped me with that. But yeah, I absolutely love this one. A hundred percent. I, I love it so much. And I remember all of Chessie's posts around her wobbly bits. It's, it's so brilliant. But I think one of the most beautiful things here is, is as she said, her partner, it's now something that he says to her to bring her up or when she's, you know, having a moment with herself. And I just think that's so beautiful because, you know, whilst it's definitely super important that we show kindness to ourselves and we practice self-love, it does help when, you have either a friend or a partner, someone around you that does bring you up in that way and that does kind of pull you out of your funk and make you feel good. And when it's something like that, that might be a little bit of an inside, you know, joke to them, it's always going to bring a bit of a smile to a dial. So I just thought that was incredibly sweet. Yeah, I love it. And now we have got Elisha's voice note, which is also very, very special. Hi everyone, I hope you're having a beautiful day. To be kind to myself, I like to give back to me by doing a routine of things that makes me feel good, including a pamper afternoon, and this could look like a face mask, a hair mask, making my favorite snack, doing some yoga, meditating and journaling. And this just allows me to connect back to myself and say thank you to my body. I love hearing how people, or what people do to look after themselves and what they mm. do for self-care. I think self-care has become such an important part of our lives. It's something we've never really spoke about before and now it's so pivotal. So you are mm. very good at self-care. <laughs> well, we both love baths, oh, but I would love to know what, and for anyone listening as well, self-care doesn't, I think sometimes one negative of social media, it can kind of seem like you have to spend a lot of money to yeah. you know look 100%. after yourself. That's not the case at all. So we wanted to share some of the things that we do for ourselves to be kind to ourselves in our self-care routines. So what have you got, Steffi? Well, absolutely baths. Having a bath is up there with one of my favorite things to do. Um, I would have a bath almost every week. Um, I, I feel like it's just a, a moment to myself and a moment to reset and whether I use that time to listen to old music that makes me happy or read a book 
Um, or if I'm really into a show, sometimes I'll take my laptop into the bathroom and just binge watch a show in there. But it's just me time, and I and I love that, and it, it gives me time to kind of refresh and recharge. Um, I also love um, drawing. It's something that I have loved to do from a very young age, um, and it's something that I kind of lose track of time, and I lose track of what's going around me when I'm doing something like drawing. And for me, when I lose track of time or what's going around me, you know, when I'm a bit fuzzy in my brain, it's it's nice to kind of just um, do something where you lose track of time and it's just something that makes me happy and I feel calm. And yeah, when I finish, I'm kind of like, okay, so what, what was I upset about? <laughs> what, what was I angry about? Or I'm just in a whole nother world and I love that. And then other than that, exercising makes me feel really good. Mm. And for me, I think that exercising and even baking yummy foods and all that sort of stuff for me they are things that make me happy because once in a lifetime ago not really but um they were things that brought me a lot of stress and that you know I I didn't really respect my my body enough um to appreciate you know how it could move and what it could do you know exercise to me back then was almost as a punishment and food back then to me was just not something to enjoy and you know so I think that's why now it's it's a practice of self-love because I feel like I've come such a long way personally um in the way that I look at myself and my body and yeah so it's just something I can I can just look at and enjoy now and I'm so happy and proud I suppose to say that those kind of things don't I I don't have guilt anymore around either food or exercise and um that's just really special to me yeah, that's so nice. And I, I completely agree with with exercise. And if I, for self-care for me, it's running 100% because mm. it just clears my mind so much. And then even, you know, getting up and depending on how I feel doing, you know, a kick hit workout or a strength workout, if I'm feeling like I'm, I don't know, I feel like strength, our strength sessions just make you feel so empowered and yeah. good and proud of yourself. So I love doing that. I also find that our kick guided meditations are, so nice for self-care and what I love about them is because they're a guided meditation if anyone hasn't done a guided meditation before basically the meditation expert speaks through the whole thing there's a little bit of music in between but they always bring you back to the meditation so your mind might wander off somewhere else but then you you always kind of end up coming back to it and I try to it makes me focus on it and you know they're from five minutes to 20 minutes so even if I only have five minutes I feel like it's a really really good way of kind of just recentering and Mm. giving myself some love and then what else do I love doing I I love reading getting outside I think the power of going outside Mm. and getting you know if it's sunny or just being around nature for Mm. me is just so 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 helpful with feeling better and then I think the other one is speaking to others I feel like and that is such a obviously to show kindness to others you need to socialize with them and (laughs) and you need to see them and so I think that's why in ISO obviously a lot of us struggled because it was so isolating and we didn't have that opportunity to you know we could show kindness via online things but it's almost not the same as as being able to do it in person and Mm. get that social element so that is definitely like for example last weekend we went to the movies together like that was a self-care night that was so nice being (laughs) able to do that so yeah things like that um and I also I've got a few movies that I know that when I'm feeling like a nostalgic movie I can't even speak nostalgic 
nostalgic <laughs> movies um, from my childhood that when I watch it kind of makes me remember happy memories and it yeah. kind of just, yeah, makes me happy. So that that's also what, what I like doing. So now we have got a beautiful voice note from Taylor, which is about the power of showing kindness to others. Have you ever noticed when you walk down a street or go to a coffee shop or walk past someone and they smile at you, it makes you feel instantly better? I think just that simple act of kindness of smiling to someone, um, to a stranger on a street, someone who's looking glum can really change someone's day. So I've made it my mission to try and smile at strangers as I'm walking my dog, when I'm at the checkout and brighten up someone's day with a smile because it's amazing what it can do. It can turn a glum day into a happy day and you might just have made someone else feel better too. It is crazy the power of smiling at a stranger. It is literally the that that example is the the perfect example of how simple and easy and hardly any energy it takes to actually change someone's day, which is such a large thing. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes when we think obviously giving gifts and things is, is so nice, but kindness doesn't showing kindness doesn't always have to be it doesn't have to be at all giving a tangible item. It can be as simple as smiling at a stranger. So, uh, yeah, I, I really, really loved that. Steffi, what are your ways of showing kindness to others? So your favorite I, ways? I love, I love, as you said, smiling at strangers. I think that's a really beautiful thing. And I think during COVID and lockdown last year when, you know, going for my walks, that was my my choice of getting outside um and because we weren't seeing anyone or socializing I yeah I was smiling at everyone that walked past because I was just trying to get some you know energy off anyone that I could really um but even better like I've I've gone on walks with my mum and literally every single person that walks by she's like good evening good afternoon good morning (laughs) like you know and I just think that's so sweet because I I, I'll admit I don't do that every time smiling I I do most times I walk past someone I'll smile but I don't say hello every time but it, it makes me want to because the times when I do get a hello from someone or just like a hello or good morning it you just get like you have to smile at that and if you don't smile at someone saying good morning to you like you must there's something wrong with you you know (laughs) I feel like it's like well I mean there's either something wrong with you or you know something might have terrible you're having a really hard day exactly exactly but like I just feel like it's such an easy way it makes me feel really good when someone does it to me so it makes me want to do that back and um even the simple things if you can tell someone's agitated or like you know seems like they're in a rush or whatever and you're at the supermarket and you're not in a rush just let them go in front of you or like you know little things like that at the coffee shop like Mm. they can get their coffee before you you know if it seems like that that's really important to them and you know that can that can make them feel really good or you could really help them out in in situations like that so little things like that it's literally just being considerate of others thinking of others putting others first and doing things that you know that others do to you that makes you happy if you know of those Mm. things like just try and reciprocate that you know try and 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 do those same things to others I love that and you know what's so funny about your um your mum so Steph's mum lives very close to Dalton's best friend and his family and his family 
walked past, has walked past your mum and dad quite a few times and they remembered, and I don't know how we put it all together, but the, the reason they remembered your mum when I showed you what, um, showed them what she looked like, they were like, oh my God, yes, we walk past her all the time and she always says like, you go, like, good morning or like, you know, whatever. She always, she always gives that positive <laughs> statement, which is so nice. And I was like, oh, I love that. So it does, it makes, it makes such a, such a big difference. And I, yeah, I love all those things. Another thing I thought of, which is something that you do, which is so nice, is sending a written card. <laughs> I think that is a really, really beautiful, you know, it's it's not expensive to do it, but it is a way to show someone that you've given the time and you've sat down and you've really thought about what you wanted to write and you wrote something nice to them. And then there's also uh, one of our beautiful team members, Kate, has sent us a website which is called Random Acts of Kindness Foundation. So if you Google that, it will come up. We'll put it, we'll put that in the show yeah. notes as well so you can see it. And they've got a page on kindness ideas and they are so good. There's some, some for school, some for work, some for yeah. online kids. And they're really, really nice. There's one here, compliment drivers on how well they parked. I mean, again, that's something you would never think to do, but it does. It's, it's a really nice thing to do. Be kind to the people who are serving you. I think that is something that I, because I mean, we've both worked in the service industry. I waitress for about five or six years. And when someone treats you like you're less than I think that's it's one of it's so so frustrating and no one should ever be treated I think it it does say a lot about someone if you treat others like you're better than them everyone you should treat no matter what their job is it doesn't matter you you should treat everyone equally and that is really 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 important what else is here oh they had I saw on that website they had um I think it was one for the schools but it was like a bingo so each student had like a sheet of simple acts of kindness like it might have you know helped someone across the road or like pick up something that someone's dropped and they're all on their own individual squares and you know obviously bingo you know you got to get through as many of them as you can and I thought that was so cute like turning it into a fun activity because through activities like that whilst it feels like a game they'll feel that feeling that we've spoken of earlier in the podcast Mm. you know when you do something kind for someone else it feels amazing and it's um it's almost addictive you just you just want to be kind to everyone post that so I thought that was a really cute activity yeah I love that and what else have we got here eat local it's so nice eating locally obviously Mm. is a way to help like small businesses and farmers and then praising a local business online that's again something that doesn't cost anything for us to do but it could really make someone stay yeah exactly buy lemonade from a stand I don't know how COVID safe that is (laughs) maybe wait until until we're back but there's try something new there's that's obviously something you can do For yourself, write down someone's best qualities. I think that's something that I wanted to bring up, Steph, because it's something that you always say and it's such special advice to talk to yourself, like how you would speak to your best friend or someone that you love because I think we are so quick and it's so easy for us to compliment and see the beautiful things in others, but to see them in ourselves is much harder. Mm. Yeah, 100%. It's one of my favourite. I've I've heard it from a few different people and I think uh, one of the first places I read that was in Mel Wells' book, um, The Goddess Revolution, and I just loved that. I related to that so much because you do. Like, you're so quick to pick your your friend up. If they're putting themselves down or if they're feeling down, you're so quick to compliment them to make them feel special and feel good. 
why can't we naturally be that way to ourselves? Mm. Like there's, there isn't really, you know, we, we definitely can. We should be able to be that way. So it's, um, it's a beautiful thing to think of next time you're maybe putting yourself down is, is to think of a way that if this was your friend in your position, what would you do to them to make them feel better? Love it. Well, I think that is all we have today. Well, honestly, those voice notes, like, thank you. You pretty much yeah. made the podcast because they were just so special and every single one of them made us smile so much. And it was just, yeah, it was really special to be able to have you guys as a part of the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone. And remember to be kind to yourself and also make sure you do something for someone else too, which again is a way of, is, is that is a form of self-love so as well because yeah. you will feel good. <laughs> you will feel happy after that. Have an amazing day or night or whatever time you're watching. Watching, you're not watching, you're listening. Um, I'm going to have a brain rest. So next week I'm back <laughs> with some firing brain cells and not in the state that I'm in today. Um, and if you would like to see more of us, you can find us on Instagram at keepitcleaner, at Smith and at laura.henshaw. And you can also find us on our website, if you would like to try Keep It Cleaner, we have got a free seven-day trial and our website is www.keepitcleaner.com.au. We will chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.